you found it. A Scoop of Life is a podcast produced by Square One World Media and features Cheryl Coop as host and storyteller. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Cheryl Coop, and I am thankful that you have taken time to listen. This is the second year of my weekly podcast, and each episode is a mix of one of my personal stories, music from a variety of Canadian artists, and concludes with a brief spiritual insight. I hope that as you listen, you not only enjoy the episode, but sense God's deep love for you and how your story can intersect with his. The title of this episode is The Lifeline. You never know sometimes what you will be required to do. Several months into my ministry position in the inner city, I was feeling like I had hit my stride and was able to figure out how to meet some of the more felt needs of the teen girls that I was working with. Our times together not only at weekly club gatherings, but seeing them one-on-one in their homes or taking them out for a quick bite to eat, seemed to be the beginning of these relationships growing deeper and allowing for a better understanding of what each girl was facing in their lives. As the relationships grew, I began to realize that more training and resources were needed in order for me to, even at a very basic level, meet some of their challenges or needs. This became painfully obvious to me as I interacted with one of the girls quite regularly and began to understand the level of addiction she was at in regards to her drug use. Not only was she using a variety of drugs, but she was getting closer and closer to overdosing, and that was of particular concern to me. Every time I would want to go deeper in my conversation with her about the possibility of overdosing, she cleverly would change the subject and let me know that I was overreacting to the information she was providing me. I did not accept her explanations and met with my supervisor to discuss some possible ways to further address her addiction. Several days later, after my supervisor and I had met and come up with a plan, I tried to let the girl know but was unable to get a hold of her. Her mother indicated that she had been gone from home for several days and was probably having a major bender, the term used for someone who is drinking non-stop for several days. I asked if the mum knew where she might be, and when she said she did not, I asked if the mum could ask the girl to call me when she returned home. Her mum assured me that she would get the girl to call me once she had returned home and slept off some of her bender. The seemingly non-caring attitude of this girl's mom was of no surprise. As I realized how long this girl had been living with her addictions and how helpless her mom often felt. The weekend arrived and I was scheduled to go out hiking with friends for the day. Just as my friend drove up to get me, my phone rang and it was this girl's mom yelling in a very panicked tone that her daughter had come home but must have taken some drugs as well, for now she was almost unconscious and the mom did not know what to do. I told the mom to call 911 and that I would come over right away. I ran out to my friend's car, told him that plans had changed, and I needed to head to a girl's home as she was possibly heading into an overdose. He let me know that he would take me, so I jumped in his car and began to pray that the girl would stay alive and that the ambulance would arrive as soon as possible. 
I arrived at the home before the ambulance did and came into a situation that I had never experienced in my life to that point. A panicked mom screaming at an almost comatose daughter. Since the girl still was somewhat lucid and able to move, I grabbed her and told the mom I was heading to the shower to get her to stay awake by running the shower cold over her. What was I doing? Why did I think this was a good idea? All I can say now is that something inside of me told me to do this, and so I did. I, together with the girl's mom and my guy friend, got the girl to the shower. Then the mom put the shower on cold and let the water run full blast over the girl as I had held her fully clothed under the stream of cold water running over her body. She began to sputter and then scream a long line of expletives as I firmly held her in place under the shower. The longer she stayed under the shower, the more awake and agitated she became. Just as I was thinking I could no longer hold her, I heard the heavy footsteps of paramedics on the stairs, and thank God that they had arrived. Within seconds, they were in the bathroom. I went into the hallway, and they began to assess her. She was now fully awake and very resistant to their interventions and care. However, they were able to talk her down and do what was necessary to determine the level of her overdose. After their examination, it was determined that she needed to be transported to the hospital, and since her mom agreed, off she went in the ambulance to be treated for her overdose. Her mom, my friend, and I followed the ambulance to the hospital to make sure that this dear girl was well looked after and given another chance at life. Thankfully, this girl survived this overdose, but it would not be her last. As the weeks turned into months and the months into years, this also would not be the last time I was with a teen that overdosed. The Cat's Advice have a song called Lost My Way, and it is indicative of the many teens I was called to serve, love, and hold under cold showers while I ministered in the inner city. The Cat's Advice hail from Winnipeg, Manitoba in Canada, and are a duo consisting of Lex Jefferson and Tom Donahue.
All I ever wanted was to be free And all I ever got were these chains on me All my life I've cared for everyone And all my life I've carried just one song How do you tell people around the world about Jesus? At Pentecost, Jesus' followers flooded the streets to tell everyone about Jesus. The people were amazed. We all hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own language. Believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. To help us spread the gospel, visit squareoneworldmedia.com. There are lots of references to people being lost as one reads the Bible. Jesus talked a lot about how we are lost and that he is looking for us, as he wants to be in a relationship with us where we are no longer lost, don't feel lost, and are deeply loved. Let me read one of these stories of Jesus's to you that is found in the book of Luke, chapter 15 from verses 1 to 7. Tax collectors and other notorious sinners often came to listen to Jesus teach. This made the Pharisees and teachers of religious law complain that he was associating with such sinful people, even eating with them. So Jesus told them this story. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? 
Won't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness and go to search for the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he will joyfully carry it home on his shoulders. When he arrives, he will call together his friends and neighbors saying, Rejoice with me because I have found my lost sheep. In the same way, there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God than over 99 others who are righteous and haven't strayed away. So, we are the sheep that Jesus is referring to here that gets lost, and he, the good shepherd, goes looking for that lost sheep. Just like Jesus longs for us to be found, loved, forgiven, and held by him. Is there anyone that you and I might know that needs to hear about Jesus so that they don't feel so lost or unloved? Thank you for listening, and I hope you come back each week to hear another episode. To keep in touch, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and the website www.ascoopoflife.com which is spelled A-S-K-O-O-P-O-F-L-I-F-E. Not with a C like in a scoop of ice cream, but with a K as in my nickname, Scoop. I would love to hear from you. Your thoughts on the podcast, any questions you may have, or things you would like me to pray about for you.